Well, it's a beautiful day. And uh, all of you mothers deserve this beautiful day. And uh, we honor you today and give honor to the first lady of this church, Sister Motes. She is definitely, definitely deserving of it. I give honor to the entire Motes family, and I'll say more about uh, the elder tonight. Uh, but it's Mother's Day morning, and I want to salute Sister Motes. You know, not only is she a mother, uh, but she's the, she's the wife of a pastor, and that's a hat. And she's the mother of this church, and that's a role. <laughs> and uh, give honor to her. What a godly example that you have, ladies. And uh, she keeps a, a beautiful home, and she sings like an angel, and just a wonderful example that God gave this church. Is that everything I was supposed to say? I, I, I'm, I can't remember what all you told me to say today. She knows I'm kidding. <clears throat> Sister Green told me to be on my best behavior, and I've already messed up. So, uh, But we honor all of you mothers today, and uh, you're definitely worth the attention today. How many of you got plans this afternoon? You're going to eat. You're going to have a good time. Let me see your hand. You got plans this afternoon? Some of y'all don't even know what you're doing. All right. Well, we better hurry then. You're going to help me. We're going to be here for a while if you don't. But uh, I, I look at moms, and I watch them bring their children to church. And I've watched many times my wife, your wives, your mom here even today, in the middle of a move of God, that little six-month-old doesn't care, and that two-year-old don't care. And mom is trying to listen to preaching and, and take care of the little one and, and uh, talk in tongues and correct a child at the same time. It's just, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. <laughs> and if God made men do your job, there'd be a lot less children in the world. You understand that, don't you? So... I called someone today and I said, happy, thank God I'm not a Mother's Day. <clears throat> Amen. Uh, but I will say this, that um, it, it can get tiresome, ladies, and uh, you can get distracted and get so wrapped up in being a mom that my personal feeling is, is that you have to have that daily getaway where you shut the world out and say, let me go tap into my strength. Amen. You, you, you got to. You, you, you got to have God's help. And uh, I will tell you this, ladies. You, you set the temperature of that home. You really do. If there's, if there's high tension in the home, you ladies, you can fix that. A soft answer turneth away wrath. And a husband's stressed out. You, you, you can defuse that situation and you can you teach your kids how to remain calm under pressure. You have big shoes to fill. You, it's, it's, a, it's a high calling. It really is. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost to help you, there's going to be all kinds of frustration in your home. I'm just tying up the loose ends from Friday night. Yeah, that's all I'm doing here. No, I'm teasing. But uh, I, I, did, I did feel like I wanted to say that is that it is, it is a big, big job to live for God and raise your kids in the church, but you can do it with the help of the Holy Ghost. I said you can do it with the help of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So we, 
honor you today. And um, I, I want the Lord to, to help us. I tell you what, I've been doing this a long time. My hands are sweating. I'm so nervous up here. You guys are sitting way too close for me to feel comfortable. <laughs> Y'all need a new building because you're running out of room here. But uh, I've been coming in and out of here uh, long before all of you showed up. And I got all these new faces, and it's not getting any easier. Um, but I thank God for brand new people. And uh, I'm th I thank God. I'm going to say this, and I mean this with every fiber of my being. I thank God that when God looks at us, he sees a soul. And I look across this crowd, and I see people that have come from different backgrounds and, and, and different different ethnic groups and just we're different people but we all bleed the same red blood we're all born sinners and we all got a kneel at a cross have you been born again the water and the spirit you're my brother you're my sister and i'm glad you're here today amen come on i said i'm glad you're here this is god's church it's not man's church it's god's church and God don't care what you look like. He just loves your soul. Man, some of y'all look a little nervous out there today. That's okay. You're supposed to be nervous. You're in the presence of a holy God. And if your heart's not right, you ought to be a little nervous because something don't feel right. It's not supposed to feel right. If you're on everything that God wants you to be, you should feel a little bit uncomfortable because God's. Say it like this. Elijah, the Bible said, was running for his life from Jezebel, hiding in a cave, needing a word from God. The Bible said the wind began to blow and the rocks rent. It was so powerful. God's voice wasn't in the wind. The earth began to quake. He said, but God's voice wasn't in the mighty earthquake. Fire fell from heaven, powerful, but God wasn't in the fire. But then there was a still, small voice. God whispered. And then the Bible said that Elijah got up and walked out of the cave. Sometimes God whispers so that you have to lean in closer to hear him. Sometimes God whispers to get you to move closer to where he is. Let me ask you a question today on this beautiful Mother's Day. If God whispered to you, would you be willing to lean in a little bit closer to him? I'm going to ask you another question. If the word of God found you and revealed that there may be some things in your life you need to change, do you love him enough to change? Are you willing to pull the facade down today and say, I'm not perfect yet, hadn't made it yet. I do need the word of the Lord to find me. Hey, what do you say? Let's make it easy on the Holy Ghost today to operate. What do you say? Let's make it easy on the Holy Ghost today to operate and to move and to work. Anybody want the word of God to find you where you're at today? Come on, to change you, to challenge you. Come on. I want God to have his way here today. Amen. Would you stand? John chapter 2. John chapter 2, verse number 1. It's a great honor 
to be here today. I love, love, love the Moats family. And um, I miss Brother Darren not being here today, but he's doing the will of God somewhere else. But love this family. Good to see my friend Brother Jared Moats here and uh, such honor and respect for him and, and this family. He got up here reading the text, and I thought, well, just take the service over, buddy. I mean, go ahead. I, mean, I, don't, I don't mind sitting there and letting him just finish. He was got so fired up. Uh, but I appreciate uh, all the good men of this church and all the ladies. And uh, just remember, if you're, if you're newer here, okay, if you haven't been going here long, long before you got here, there was a lot of prayers, a lot of fasting, a lot of work. This didn't just pop up overnight. So get in here and do what everybody else was doing before you. And when get, get that new building built, pack that one out. I hope that's a phase one building because I'm going to tell you what, the way you're going, you're going to need a phase two building. <laughs> Let me, start. Let, me, let me stay on track. John chapter 2, verse number 1. John 2 and 1. And the third day there was a marriage in Cain of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. When they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus saith unto him, They have no wine. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Do it. And I'm just going to preach a little simple message today about the greatest advice mama ever gave. The greatest advice mama ever gave. Amen. Let's pray. Let's ask for the help of the Holy Ghost. God, I'm thankful today for your holy presence. I thank you, God, for every man, woman, boy, and girl sitting in this place. I pray again, God, you'd anoint lips to speak and ears to hear, God. I pray there's a free flowing of your spirit, of your glory into this house today. Speak to us today. Move, God, and we'll give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Oh, let's give him praise one more time. Would you help me? Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated in Jesus' name. Mother's Day is a nationally recognized day. In 1914, President Woodrow Wilson proclaimed that the second Sunday in May be recognized as a day to express our love and our appreciation for our mothers. Mothers, the one that cared for us, the ones that loved us, the ones that have given us endless counsel and advice. But what is a mother? A mother is a female who has born offspring. Anything that creates or nurtures or protects something else. A mother is defined as holding maternal relation. The church is referred to as the mother church. I heard a cute story years ago 
about a uh, dad that was going to tuck his little child into to bed one night. And uh, he, he was telling a story, a, a historical story. And he mentioned the word slave. And uh, the little boy said, Dad, what's a slave? And he began to describe what a slave was. And he said, oh, is that what mom is? Is she a slave? My mom's got a little magnet on the refrigerator that says, I didn't realize when I said I do that I would do everything. And so we, we recognize moms do an awful lot. And we thank God for our mothers. The Bible teaches us that we should train up a child in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. It is instinctual for a mother to train up their children. Mothers are full of advice. They are always endeavoring to save their children from the pitfalls of life. I ran across a list of some advice that moms give their children. And it mentioned when you marry the man... You marry the family. Can you say amen? Don't talk about others negatively in public places. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. Life isn't fair. Every choice has consequences. If you don't, if you don't try, you cannot succeed. Your personality is part of you that will always be attractive. Don't dye your hair. It'll never look the same. The best quality to look for in a partner is a sense of humor. Never go to bed angry. If all your friends jump off a bridge, would you jump off too? Uh, make sure you always have your own money. Don't take a bath when there's a thunderstorm. Always wear clean underwear. Don't eat yellow snow. Never ride a motorcycle. Mind your manners and always walk with your head held high. Men are all the same. They just have different faces. I should have pre-read this. <laughs> Be kind and love your sisters, for after your father and I are gone, you will need each other. Show me your friends, who show me who your friends are, and that is who you are. Marry the richest man you can stand. This too shall pass. Soap is cheap. There's no excuse for being dirty. Money may not buy happiness, but it can sure make life easier and less stressful. No matter who enters your life, never lose sight of who you are. Never miss an opportunity to learn a new skill. Always pick your own battles. Anything worth having is worth working for. Do your duty, even if there's no reward for it. It's not the government's responsibility to provide for you. Will you feel that? Amen. It'll only take from you. Manners are free and people will judge you by your etiquette. Think good thoughts. Look in the mirror and see if you see a true friend there. If you don't, take a longer look and get the friend back. And then number, the last one, drink lots of water and don't eat fried foods. Didn't say they were all easy, but they were good rules nonetheless. Great advice given by great moms. And we all could no doubt add to this list. But I want to quickly talk about uh, another mother, maybe the most well-known mother of all, the mother of Jesus Christ. And when God decided to robe himself in flesh and walk as a man, he had to come through the womb of a woman, a mother, just an ordinary, plain woman who was chosen by God to be the vessel that God would enter into this world. And so they are at this wedding feast 
and uh, they said, we need wine. And Mary tells the servants, go to Jesus and, and uh, let's, let's talk to him. For she knew, she understood, he's more than just a man. And you see, uh, he turned to her and he said, woman, what have I to do with thee? And I've always thought that that's kind of disrespectful for a son to speak to his mother that way. But you have to understand that when Mary went to Jesus saying, we've got a problem, she was not speaking to him as her son. She was speaking to him as the miracle working great I am. And so he in turn spoke to her as God in flesh. Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. And then she turned to the servants and she said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. And these words are possibly the greatest advice that a mother could ever give to her child. Whatever he tells you to do, just do it. No questions, no opinions, no hesitation, and it doesn't matter what it is. Whatever he tells you to do, just trust him with all your heart. Just obey the voice of God. You may not understand it. You may not like it. It may rub you the wrong way. But honey, mama said, I said, your mother said, whatever he says to do, just do it. You want to be blessed? Obey the voice of God. You want real joy? Obey the voice of God. You want real peace? Obey the voice of God. You want God to put your life together? Obey the voice of your creator. Oh, let's give him praise. We've got a problem, Jesus. Well, he can do it. He can fix it. And Mary understood that if this human flesh can't fix this, a supernatural work can. And Mary understood, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost today. If you want to see an operation of God in your life, if you want the supernatural to begin to work in your world, then here is the answer. Whatever he tells you to do, you've got to do it. I want to preach to somebody today. If you don't see the hand of God working in your life, maybe you need to open up your ears and say, what am I not doing that the book says to do? If you don't have all the answers, if if you don't see God working in your life, then I've got the answer today. Turn your ear to the voice of God spoken by the man of God and say, all right, I'll change some things. All right, I'll fix some things. All right, I'll put my pride on the altar and I'll say, God, I submit. I'll obey. Just fix my world. So I would encourage you mom and dad before you teach that boy how to throw a football, teach him how to submit. Before you teach that little girl how to play the piano, teach her how to say yes, Lord. God's talking to somebody today. I hope your dream for that offspring that God gave you is not to be the next NFL quarterback. It better be, I want to teach my boy. 
how to teach that baby how to say yes Lord that servant heareth yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord I'll tell you something else you can't just tell them you gotta show them you gotta lead by example when the man of God preaches they ought to see you say yes Lord yes Lord oh God That's why coming to church is so important. That's where you hear the voice of God. Oh, some of y'all didn't like that as much. That's why coming to church is so important. Muy importante. That's the only thing I know. I don't know, I don't know how they say it in French. You got to come to church to hear the voice of God spoken through the man of God. Well, you say, I've got my own Bible. You, better, you need a man of God to preach under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost and explain the word of God. That's why you got to come to church. What does God say to do? How does God feel about me? What does God think about my life? How does God want to adjust my life? How does God want to talk to me? That's why I can't stay home on a Sunday morning. I can't miss a Sunday night. And I'll do my best to come to every Bible study and to every prayer meeting. I've got to hear the voice of God. I've got to do what God says to do. Oh, let's love him. Let's praise him. Come on. Hallelujah. So I'm going to preach for a few moments on this Mother's Day that Mary was absolutely right. Whatever God speaks to us, we've got to do. Whatever that Bible teaches, we've got to do. Whatever God demands, we've got to do it. And like a good mother, the mother church is going to declare some things. Like a good mother, she's going to watch her offspring and say, you know what? I see something not right in that child. I'm going to talk to that child. I'm going to correct that child. I'm not just going to love them and not just praise them when they do good. I will correct them when they need correction. Don't be a child that can't take preaching. Don't be a child that's so spoiled that nobody can tell you what to do. Just like you need your mother, you need the church in your life to tell you how to live, to tell you how to walk, to tell you how to act. You need the church. I tell you what, I hate this mentality. Well, the church just needs me. The church needs my money. The church needs my attendance. No, that's not the way it is, friend. You need the church. Not just any church. You need the church. A truth-preaching church. A Holy Ghost-filled church. You need the church. So... The book says all, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. All. You can't just pick and choose. Every word is a direct word from God. God speaking. 
We must all obey every line, every precept, every concept, every standard, every commandment. It doesn't matter how foolish it may seem, how unnecessary it may feel, whether you understand it or not. We are obligated to obey the word of God. But I know this is another generation. I know it's a talk back generation. I know it's a smarter generation. I was raised to expect authority and don't question the adult. But this modern day generation wants to say, why? Why can't I do that? Give me a reason. Why can I not do what I want to do? They professed themselves to be wise and became as fools. My daddy taught me, son, if you're playing in the middle of the road and a car's coming, if I call your name and say, come here, I ain't got time for you to stand there and say, why? You want to know how you spelled spanking in my house? W-H-Y. If you wanted a spanking, just, just say why. There was no room for why. That was daddy talking. I said, that was daddy talking. And I knew daddy loved me. And I knew daddy had my interest at heart. And so when daddy said, come here. Yes, sir, I'm on my way. I didn't stand there and debate my daddy and try to prove my daddy wrong. Quit trying to prove that the Bible's wrong and say, I apply it. Where's the blessings at? I live it. Where's the peace at? I walk that way. Where's the joy at? Quit trying to debate the word of God with somebody and live it, live it, live it, live it, live it, live it. Live it. Pharisees asked, Master, which is the great commandment of the law? Jesus said to him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all, somebody say all, with all thy heart and with all, somebody say all, thy soul and with all, somebody say all, all the mind. This is the first and great commandment on this Mother's Day. I've come to remind some people, you've got to love God with not half your heart, but with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. That's a commandment. That's the way. That's the way. That's the word of God. He don't want half your heart. He wants all your heart. He don't want half your mind. He wants all your mind. He wants all your soul. God don't like tiptoers. We got a we got a little swimming pool in our backyard, and it's a little little warmer down Houston than it is here. <laughs> That's another reason I'm glad I'm here. And so, Kip, my son. I don't how somebody can have 0% body fat and dive in cold water. I don't know how that works. And so uh, the other day before we left, I uh, we was going to jump in the pool. And so uh, I walked up to it and just kind of put my toe on it. And Kip said, Dad, that's the worst thing you can do. He said, just dive right in. Just jump right in. God is tired of you tiptoers saying, well, I, I don't know. I like the singing, but I don't know about the preaching. I love the fellowship, but I don't know about all the standards. Honey, God don't want that. God said, honey, just dive right in. 
Jump all the way in. Preach to me. Preach to me. Correct me. Come on. Give me the word. What did God say? I want to do everything that God says do. I'm diving right in. And so he said, no man can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other or else he will hold the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Any of you husbands okay with your wife having a boyfriend on the side? Any of you wives okay with your husband having a little, little candy on the side? No, they want all of you. They may not really want all of you, but all, you, you better be all available because, you know, they may be sorry they got all of you, but bless God, they signed the dotted line and they're stuck now. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, that's how God feels when you go, when you come to church on Sunday and worship the Lord and then go to the bar on Friday. That's how God feels when you come to church and feel the touch of God and then go back to your doping and you're smoking and you're lying and you're cheating. That's how God feels. And God said, no, 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 no. I want all of you. You can't serve God in mammon. You can't serve God in the world. It's either all God or none of God but you've got to make up your mind that's your mama talking come on praise him I feel the Holy Ghost come on praise him turn around to somebody say that's good preaching oh that's good preaching thank you you may be oh I see some of y'all didn't mean that. You know, my wife, she found this little stuff. Um, I forgot what's called, Sister Moats, but it was an old-time smelly stuff that she used to put in my girl's hair, and she would curl their hair and make that little loop. And, man, they smelled so fresh. Man, they were so cute and so clean. Now, they didn't stay that way long, but... Man, she'd wash the little face and put the dress on them girls, and they'd they'd come into church and smelling so good, and uh, oh man, mm, just just sniff them and just snuggle up to them, and man, they look so good and smell so good, you just want to love on them. A mama wants her babies looking clean and smelling clean. You should. <laughs> she, she wants that baby looking good and smelling clean. Uh, well, guess what? God's no different, friend. Uh, God said, "Love not the world." Neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that's in the world is the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. That just gets you dirty. That gets you stinky. And God don't want no stinky children. God don't want no dirty children. Wash up. Get baptized in Jesus' name. And get washed. Get full of the Holy Ghost. Be adored with the aroma of a high praise. That's what God wants. Lust of the eyes. Can I just take a sidetrack here and show you something the word of God I just saw recently? Lust of the eyes. I want it. I see it. I want it. I see it. I want it. It's like a little kid going down the toy aisle. 
Oh, mom, can I? Oh, mom, can I? They see it, they want it. Lust of the eyes, that infancy stage of life. Lust of the flesh, that adolescent teenage years. Oh, I gotta have that. My flesh says I gotta have that. And then he talks about us adults, the pride of life. We get past some of these lustful, ooh, I see it, I want it. And what affects us is the pride of life. And that's why a lot of adults backslide. And that's why a lot of adults don't get in the church. Because the word affects the pride of life. Because right now you get to an age where you're so worried about your image and how you look and how you appear. And you want everybody to, to be impressed that you can be 40 years old and still got muscles and still don't have a double chin. And you got a nice car. You got a nice truck. You got a nice house. And we all got to bow at your altar. Oh, we're so impressed by everything you've accomplished. And God said, no, no, no. That don't impress me. What impresses me is can you kneel at an altar and say, no. Not my will, but thy will be done. God don't care about your muscles. He cares about your heart. God don't care about your Gucci purse. What God cares about is your heart. God don't care about your car or your house. God says, give me your heart. That's what God wants. God don't care how tough you are, sir. None of your guns impress God. Ma'am, whatever you got, don't impress God. Whose attention are we after anyway? But God's impressed when you take a little one by the hand. Where are we going, Daddy? We're going to that altar. God's impressed. When you walk out of your bedroom and your son's standing there and says, Dad, uh, I just want you to know we were in the, in the dining room and we could hear you praying all the way in there. That's what God says impresses me. We got this old backwards friend. We, we like some of the religion. We can tip our little toe in that don't change us. It don't affect us. And we can live thinking we got God and the pride of life at the same time. But mama said, no, 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 no. Love not the world. Love not yourself. Put your pride on the altar and give your life to God. Oh, let's worship the Lord together. Come on. Hallelujah. Let me hurry. He told us, you're the temple of the living God. He said, I will dwell in them. You'll be my people. He said, wherefore, come out from among them, be ye separate. Touch not the unclean thing, I'll receive you. He said, abstain from all, from all, from all appearance of evil. Does all still mean all? That's why some of you feel a little uncomfortable here this afternoon. Because God's dealing with your all. 
It's amazing how many people in this generation you have to unsave to save them. Because everybody is saved and nobody wants to admit that they're not. But if that man of God can take this word of God and show me where I'm wrong, I ain't got so much pride I can't say yes, Lord. If he can show me there's only one God and not three, yes, Lord. If he can show me repent of all your sins, yes, Lord. If he can show me be water baptized in the saving name of Jesus Christ, yes, Lord. If he can show me I need the Holy Ghost, evidence of speaking by unknown tongues, yes, Lord. Whatever he says do, I've got to do it. Come on, musicians. Be seated just for a minute. I'm headed there. And I guess as a parent, as a mother, you know what you want? You want your kids blessed. You want your kids to do better than you've done. If you really love them, I want to be more successful do more for God. I want him to be better than I, than I ever could dream of being. And so mama will teach you the word of God. Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. A blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day, and a curse if you obey not the commandments of the Lord your God. I find a lot of times people, children, in the natural realm. There's a book that I read one time talks about the rat race of life. You get into this endless cycle and you can't seem to get out of it. Up one day, down the next. In the church, out of the church. Good marriage, bad marriage. Good job, lost your job. In jail, out of jail. It's just a cycle people can't seem to get out. Rat race is an endless, self-defeating, or pointless pursuit. Running, but never get anywhere. There's a thing, I'm sure you're familiar with it, called the hamster wheel. It's actually a terminology also used to signify an activity that invokes someone being busy all the time but never achieving anything important or reaching the end of a task. And that's where a lot of people live. And this is where Jesus found most people running the hamster wheel. No hope, no change. No answers. Never getting my healing. Never getting my life right. Never, never seem to get on top. Always, always on the bottom. Jesus came along and he spoke some words. And it turned people's lives around. And Jesus Christ did for humanity what nothing else could do. And all people had to do, Brother Motes, is obey his voice. Go to the pool. Go do this. Come here. Stretch forth thy withered hand. Just obey the voice of God. 
And he could do what nobody else could do. And that's why mama looks at her children and says, I know the key to a supernatural visitation. Whatever he tells you to do, just do it. And so today I feel like mama's asking some questions. Are you tired of the rat race? Are you tired of just tiptoeing? Come on, God's whispering today. I hope you'll lean in. But are you tired of just putting your big toe in the water and saying, I just don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, can I ask you a question? This I don't know life you're living, this tiptoe religion life you're living, how's it working for you? Some of you, maybe you have or maybe you know somebody that's gone from marriage to marriage, from failed relationship to failed relationship, in and out of church, in and out of drugs, in and out of rehab, in and out of misery, and just like you look around, it's like, why can't I have? We had a backslider visit our home several weeks ago, and word got back to me. Not only were they miserable, but when they were in my home and they saw my family and felt the peace of God in our home, it made them more miserable than ever before because what they felt in my home, they couldn't feel with a six-pack. They couldn't feel with no preacher telling them what to do. And they knew I can't get out of this hamster wheel. I, I'm never going to be free from this rat race if I don't get back to obeying the commandments of God. And so today, Mama's coming along saying, Honey, are you tired of the rat race? Are you, are you tired of the life you're living? Come on, honey, take my hand. And whatever he says to do, do it. Would you stand? Let's lift our hands and let's love the Lord together. Come on. I'm almost through. I'm almost through. Come on, let's just pray for just a moment. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God's whispering. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet, but God's whispering. Speak, Holy Ghost. Listen to me. I appreciate your patience today. And so they set six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three firkins apiece. Wash pots, listen to me. The king needed wine. Jesus says, take that filthy, dirty water. Are you, are you serious, Lord? You want us to take this water to the governor of the feast? Do you know what kind of trouble we'll get in? It'd be like taking it to, to, to whoever, the general of your army. Here's some dirty, filthy, muddy water. Do you know what kind of trouble we'd get in? That sounds crazy. But mama said, whatever he said do, do it.
that sounds crazy but he knows what he's doing can I tell you something friend you believe that too God knows what he's doing the problem is what if I told you there was 25 million dollars in that baptistry right now look at everybody 25 million dollars in that baptistry and all you had to do was dress up like a clown shave your head into a mohawk walk on your hands and knees crawl up here and it's all yours for $25 million, I don't think there's a whole lot I can ask you to do that you wouldn't do. But if I told you that's the only way to get your sins washed away, I'd have to beg you and pull you. So the problem's not God. The problem's not the blood. You're the problem. You don't want it bad enough. You don't want your sins washed away bad enough. You don't want the Holy Ghost bad enough. You don't want to change bad enough. You know God is able and you know God's willing. All it takes is somebody to say, I believe God. I may not understand it. It may look like dirty, filthy water. But if God said, take this to the governor, I'm going to do it. Because mama said, whatever he says to do, do it. Let's pray right now in Jesus' name. Come on. Come on. The Holy Ghost is working right now all across this house. Hallelujah. 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 Let me say this and we're going to pray. I'm going to get out of the way. They took that dirty, nasty water the governor of the feast and he drank that wine and it blew his mind submission plus obedience always equals the blessings of God always brings the supernatural work of God all you gotta do is say, not my will, thy will be done, Lord. Uh, submission uh, plus obedience uh, equals the blessings of God. Every head bowed, every eye closed right now. The church is praying. Nobody looking around. It's Mother's Day. I preached the word of God to you the best I can. Now it's up to you. And I'm wondering if there's anybody in this house right now. Nobody look, I'm not even looking myself. If anybody would raise their hand and say, I want out of the hamster wheel. I want out of the rat race. I want the blessings of God. I want God to change some things in my life. I want God's supernatural visitation upon me and my household. I want it. I want it. Would you raise your hands and let God see? I want it. I want it. I want it. If you raise your hands, this altar's open for you. We ain't got a lot of room. It's not a mass altar call. But as the beginning, to sing. If you want the Holy Ghost, the altar's open. If you want God to touch your life, the altar's open. If you raise your hand and you want more of God and you want to see God 
change a world. Come on, the altar's open right now. Just for a few moments, we won't labor long. We won't linger long. Come on, come on, sir. Come on, ma'am. You need God in your home. You need God in your marriage. You need God on your job. You need God in your mind. The altar's open. Come on, pray, church. Pray, church. We don't have a lot of room. We don't have a lot of time, but come on. We can take time for an altar call. That's it. Come on. Come on. God bless you. God bless you. Jesus is calling. Jesus, come on. Invite somebody to come pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray in Jesus' name.